0: You are now listening to Out of the Blank Blank
1: Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Anthony. So All right, you got, I even wrote it down. I still can't get it. It's Ottenheimer. Yes. Now, is that German? That is German, actually. Now, do you like a lot of what the German people have done?
0: Uh, Considering on what stasis on, like, politically or? Schnitzels, dog, schnitzels. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I, I do like a good schnitzel. I'll tell you what.
1: I had a buddy that went to Germany and we podcasted. and when he got back and I was like, so how was your experience in Germany? He's like, they wouldn't stop apologizing. I was like, for what? And he goes, exactly. They are still carrying history. And they think everybody looks at them as these crazy Nazis when really they're just nice people handing out schnitzels. I'm like, Oh, you've restored my faith in the German people. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, well, see with my family, uh, you know, my mom, she actually was descent from the United States. My grand- great grandfather was actually from Germany, and my great grandmother was from uh, Norway, Norwegian, yeah, Norway. Did you have a
1: for a second? Did you have a weird kind of childhood? I would say, based on what your dad was kind of growing up as, it seems like a lot of people that I talk to whose parents are from another country, but they were born here. They have these different like restrictions, considering that both my parents were born here. So, okay, I, I have a different background. Like I'm, I guess what you would call the average childhood. But a lot I know a lot of kids like they used to, you know, pack a lunch or something. Their dad would give them like bread and butter, like shit yeah. that would like tear up <laughs> your stomach
0: if you were a kid. Yeah, exactly. Well, for me, my, my childhood was spending time with my brother and my mother. And then my sister came along. So I, you know, Wayne was part of the GMNG cast. He, he's the face of it. He, he started this and he's the one who I grew up with. You know, we began playing video games at an early age. And ever since then, it's just kind of like a secondary hobby that's always been there. Well, it's and a hangout basically i mean shit. you're sitting there you're shooting the shit with your buddies and then you know you can, now that we're old enough we can actually drink beer we can have some whiskey back then it was always soda you know mountain dew all that bullshit gamer fuel gamer fuel I, is what you know what that. i fucking love gamer fuel game yeah. fuel sorry game fuel i mean i i understand <laughs> problem, my exactly so, so i i think it's
1: crazy because like i Like Before we get all into this, because we're already starting off with a whole different thing, but what do you do professionally?
0: (laughs) Uh, You know what I do? I actually work at an airfield here in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I fuel aircraft, and I'm currently going to college to become an airframe and power plant mechanic.
1: So it goes hand-in-hand with what Dakota wants to do? Um. In Besides Dakota being on the airplane, you're still involved in the airplane. You just make sure that it's able to actually move off the runway. Dakota's more like, Hey, sit down. Would you like the chicken or the fish? And you're like, I'd like the fish. <laughs> We're out of the fish. I'd like the chicken. <laughs> We're out of the chicken too. You get some fucking peanuts and you shut up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's how Dakota wanted it. And for me, I didn't see that. I always loved aircraft and his, I don't know if he talked about his dad, but his dad was in the air force. Um, but the cool part is he really enjoyed being over in Britain and learning about the aircraft too. I know that, but But for me,
1: he also has a hospitality aspect to him too. He seems like he likes providing and likes kind of being like, I'm guessing in the group, he's probably the one that gets like the snacks and gets all kind of like the background set up to it. He seems like more of the logistics when it comes to it.
0: Yeah, he does his research. He he's very good at that. And I do appreciate that because he helps me with some of my scripts. It actually helped me one recently with our uh, Mario Kart tour, which I was reviewing again, because at the time, I really didn't know what to say or talk about it. But now that I actually had some time to play it, it's as fun as it used to be, especially it, on the phone.
1: There are some games that you play when you're a kid and then you play them later in life and you're like, I should have kept it when I was a kid.
0: You know, I wish I can say that because, you know, you look at Castlevania.
1: There's I can a, play. You're naming the good names. That's like saying, oh, Pokemon didn't hold up. Bullshit. Pokemon's always fun. You know, well, I, I tell you, I told Wayne the same thing. When I get off this, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm lighting up my 3DS <laughs> and playing Pokemon. <laughs>
0: just, hey, do you have a Switch
1: by chance? No, I'm not playing that devilish machine. Anybody that <laughs> plays a Switch either doesn't have giant hands like me. Or, like, I got skinny fingers, I guess, but I have huge-ass hands. So I put the thing in my hand. I remember playing my buddy's Switch, and I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. He's like, yeah, but it's two-player. It's it's a Switch. I'm like, but I feel like I'm holding, like, a fucking pencil. Like, this isn't fun for me. My my, It's too <laughs> small to fit in my hand. He's like, you just want to play it by yourself? I'm like, no, then that eliminates the fun in video games.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I – I would say the Switch is, it's got its own realm. Mobile gaming, same thing. I, you know, considering I take care of the mobile gaming, it's very big, now it's getting bigger, considering what's coming to the mobile atmosphere and the platform itself. You've got League of Legends, you've got Call of Duty now. When Mario Kart came out, it was a big hit. Pokemon Uh, Go, when that came out, was a big ass hit? Dude, that was fucking phenomenal. That was was a scary time. You people were fucking literally mobs of people just running to one area.
1: You would see people you wouldn't think played Pokemon show up. Like, what are you doing here? You looking? You hit the PokeStop yet? And I'm like,
0: there's a what?
1: What? you're you were a jock in school like you play pokemon It's like yeah man everybody gets down with the pokemon <laughs> i'm like all right man this is cool Dude. we don't we don't have to have that high school mentality anymore you're not beating me up anymore this is all fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i exactly exactly man and it is it i remember me and my buddy running around I, I used to live in a place called fruitland and me and my buddy would run around and just go to all the pokestops there at. You know, Weezer, and these were all in Idaho at the time. And it was, it was nice. It was during the summer, nothing was going wrong. Everything was just in place, and I was having a fucking fun filled time. Like I, remember, I, kid again.
1: I remember that night it came out. Like We all had anticipation for it. I had the iPhone. So iPhones actually got it first in their Play Store by like an hour. So my buddy's like checking his freaking eyes I- or checking his Android, like PlayTunes, Play Store, whatever you call it, over and over yeah. and over again. Like, it's not there. It's not there. It's not there. Like, dude, I'm already catching Pokemon. Like, you're already falling <laughs> behind. He's like, this sucks ass. I'm like, well, sorry, bro. Like, I end up like, Like, it was crazy because I remember the answers I used to give, like, my family. Like, where are you going at 3 o'clock in the morning? I'm like, I'm going to go catch fucking Pokemon. (laughs) Like, they just looked at me like,
0: okay. Are you fucking crazy?
1: Like, bring your your phone. I'm like, it's what I'm using to play Pokemon. (laughs) And I'm, like, walking out of the house with the phone screen held up, and I'm driving, like, in my local area, there were so many Pokestops, but they were just out of reach from my house, so I couldn't just sit in my room and fucking spin them all day and get all my shop items.
0: Yeah. That's the only downfall. You had to keep moving. Uh, actually, it wasn't a downfall. It was a good thing. It got people out of the house. Yeah, you know, but it
1: also was... got dangerous. Like the fact that there was 7.1 million people that downloaded it the first month it came out. And then eventually they're like, oh, shit. We talked about not texting and driving. Now people are playing Pokemon Go and driving. Next thing you, you know, know, you're hitting toddlers left and right because everybody's running out in the street trying to catch damn Charizard <laughs> or damn Charmander. 100
0: points for that old lady. Go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you added a spinball move on that Pokemon you caught, but what about that speeding <laughs> ticket you just got?
0: Exactly. Oh my gosh, uh, man, that was that was a good time. I don't it, play it now, though, man. It died I, off,
1: man. It died off on the concept of they like they added newer generations now. Like I think the last generation just came out, the one with um, what starters was it with like. Uh, Shit, I can't remember. It's, I know they added Totodile and all the original starters, and then they ended up adding more. And they keep updating it and doing legend events. And now people that play it now are, are like hacked versions of the game. Like, yeah, I worked, I worked at a hotel, so you know, before I got the hacked version, I was walking from end to end of the hotel just catching Pokemon and stuff like just to do stuff in the free time during winter. But now, once I got the hacked version, I completely ruined myself with the game. It gets boring. That's just what it was. You can catch anything from your bed. There's no going out anymore. And then other games try and capitalize on it. There was the Jurassic Park VR where you can go and try and get dinosaurs. I downloaded that for like the first minute. And then, you know, one of my favorite games came out on mobile, um, the Skyrim mobile Elder Scrolls thing. Horrific. Oh, my God. I was like, this this is shit. I didn't think God didn't pay $6.99 or whatever the hell they charge
0: nowadays. That's what it is. And... when i saw it come out i didn't want to play it It got it looked shit it looked like shit i mean it's a first person and i understand that skyrim was a both third and first person that's just no thanks man
1: it's (laughs) different though when you're playing with a controller but when you're playing on your phone it's like trying to watch a a pirated movie on your phone rather than go to the theater. (laughs) It's like you still get to see the movie, but you got to pause and you got to wait 30 minutes. Then you got to wait for the buffering. Then you got to sit there and you get a whole different effect to it. Exactly. So what exactly do you, are you, Kind of like we got, we got Wayne, who's kind of like the face, the one the social media that kind of promotes it, like kind of that, like the face, I guess you would say. But he's
0: PC, so he takes care of the PC aspect.
1: See, nobody told me any of this stuff. Nobody told me your guys' different concepts. I understand Dakota's PlayStation.
0: Yes. So let me give you the rundown. Uh, There's originally three of us. Was originally.
1: Pardon me. That would explain your cover photo.
0: It would have been Wayne, Dakota, and me. I was PC. I mean, I was, fuck, not PC, sorry. I was mobile. Wayne was PC. Dakota was the PS4. And then he decided, well, let me bring in my buddy. He plays the Xbox and the Switch so we can have coverage there. Okay. So we brought him in for a couple of episodes. Who plays the Wii? And he's still on. Huh? Who plays the Wii? Uh, What's his? Paul. It's his name, Paul.
1: And he, he probably has a lot more fun time with that. (laughs)
0: well he he's got the switch and Wii and an xbox so it's just he's got all three
1: we just need somebody to fill in the one spot you guys don't really have major platforms when it comes to xbox and playstation you're seeing people go freaking it's like the popeye's chicken sandwich and the chick-fil-a sandwich like people are at each other's throat
0: exactly trying to kill each other and then body slamming them to the ground I saw a video on that today. That shit was just fucking horrific. It's
1: becoming something in this country when we start fighting not only over food, but when we start fighting over fast food. Yeah, it's not good.
0: If I'm going to fight over a fucking steak, that'd be more beneficial than a fucking chicken sandwich. I don't know. Popeye's chicken sandwich, dude. Have you ever had it? No.
1: Okay. I've I've heard many good things. I mean, the fact that if you pull pull out a gun at anybody – just over Chick-fil-A. a chicken sandwich. Pop. I don't like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat spicy chicken sandwiches every single day after senior year of high school. Me and my buddy would drive immediately to Chick-fil-A after school, get a number three meal with a chocolate milkshake. And we sat there in the parking lot. And that was a very good meal. I love the spicy chicken. But I don't like the way they say um, um. So, whatever they say? What do they say at the menu? They don't say thank you. They say um, they don't say you're welcome. They say have a blessed my, day. My pleasure. No, what? they say my pleasure. That's what they say. They say really. They when I go and I'm like thank you. They're like my pleasure. And then you go on and I'm like hold on a second. What did you say? My pleasure. Yeah, it was my pleasure serving you. Like say thank you. And like my buddy works in Chick fil A, and he's like, you're not allowed to say anything but my pleasure. He says you you say it like that, you cannot say you're welcome, cannot say anything because technically they're paying for a service. So then you're honestly discrediting the person's ego or discrediting the person as themselves. I'm like, where in the rule book does it say that? And it's like number one rule, you say my pleasure. And you get like it like now when I give him something, I'm like, thank you, man. And he'll be like, My pleasure. I'm like, don't fucking do the Chick-fil-A thing here. This is my household. <laughs> you say you're welcome, damn it. You make me feel like I did something. <laughs> And it's crazy because there's secret chicken <laughs> Chick-fil-A secret menu items like most fast food restaurants have there's yeah. not on their menu but my buddy who manages the one in my local area he talks about how you can get a root beer float if you get a root beer and then ask to kind of um, – I think if you ask for a root beer float specifically, they will give you a float-style root beer. They use like a mix with their – they have a machine back there that can actually foam it up for you too.
0: Ooh, like a frother. Nice. Yeah, it's
1: – nice. it. I'll definitely expand your category when you go to Chick-fil-A next time.
0: Well, I don't go every fucking day. That's for sure.
1: But it's supposed to be healthy fast food. Okay, bullshit. <laughs> Any <laughs> that's fast food is not healthy.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Even the salad's 900 calories at McDonald's. You're like, why the hell is the Big Mac (laughs)
0: 200? Oh, are you using fucking iceberg lettuce? How dare you? Why aren't you using spinach? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) See, I'm a fitness freak and I'm a health nut. So I stayed out of the fast food area because I look at it so much now and it's like, yeah you want to talk about a major turn of change in life I went from playing video games every single day to develop like from developing a health unhealthy relationship with it to the point where I stopped playing them entirely now when I sit down to play a game I can like I already told Wayne I already told Dakota I got seventy levels up in World of Warcraft in a day and a half on top oh, of that oh fuck. without sleeping I went and podcasted like 15 times in one day doing one to two hour conversations with people from all over I didn't sleep for like three days and I noticed I was like I got productive playing a video game that time slipped away and it was fun it was fun but I can see where I could slip back into it but nowadays like I just beat outer worlds and I beat that and I just got it two days ago and I'm like, I'm just—it's everything's boring now. I'm sitting there playing for a little bit. And I'm like, it's good to make the time pass by, but if you're not playing with friends, like I play a lot of solo stuff now, play Oblivion or something, where I can just go around quests or something. Right. It just gets difficult.
0: So your prerogative on playing with players cooperatively. cooperatively is either online or in person, which one do you prefer?
1: I prefer in person, I think makes it a more wholesome experience when you can actually line up like zombies, like Call of Duty, the original map packs, and you start playing with your friends, like you go over to their house or something, a lot okay. of fun. Because then, you know, you guys can kind of like, it's, you're still kind of hanging out, you know, you're doing something together. But then when you play yeah. online, it's like everybody's either like not actually on their microphone. And then when you get the guy that is on their microphone, they're just sitting there either Super taking- fucking it or annoying. Yeah. Either really annoying telling you how many times they banged your mom or they're sitting there just trying to be really, really, really serious about it. Like where he goes, you can't do that. Don't open up that. And they leave the game. I'm like, bro. Like, Yeah, just have fun. Play it. Like I when I play Call of Duty Zombies by myself, I'll put on a podcast that lasts three hours to two and a half hours long and I'll Mm -hmm. Finish that podcast and then be halfway through another one. And I'll be on round like 65. And I look and I'm like, I've been playing this game for three hours. I'm gonna end it now. So I just hit end game because I just can't play it anymore. I'm like, it, it eventually it just becomes the same thing. It's like shit, man. This is just gonna keep on going and going.
0: And repetitiveness is a big thing too in game in the gaming community. I think with most people who don't enjoy a good, you know, 45 minute game like League of Legends, or if you go play Call of Duty Mobile, that's a six minute round. Or even less or if you go play battle royale like PUBG, you've got multiple other universes that you can jump into without ever getting bored though so i what i'm not understanding is how instead of staying for 65 rounds in zombies you know cut your cost be like hey you know what i'm gonna play about 40 rounds if i i know i won't die but i'm gonna die on purpose and then i'm gonna switch over and play the multiplayer game or you know, I'm gonna play a freaking search and destroy mode. Whatever floats your boat is what you need to enjoy. Because if you don't have the sensibility of changing it up, you're gonna get really bored, you're gonna get really tired, and you're just gonna get fucking frustrated and your life will fucking cease to exist. <laughs> Basically that in that aspect, it's just
1: like, We see a lot of things happen, like the world now being way more open to video games, where back in the day, your parents are so used to tell you, you can't get shit off playing video games. Right. You're going to need a career from that. Now you're seeing kids win Fortnite and win competitions, and now they're going to add video games into the Olympics. I mean, you start talking video games, like parents are playing them now because they realize that's a way of connecting with their kids, you know? Yep. I don't know how many times, like both my parents are in bands, you know, they play actually, my dad's in a Kiss tribute band ever since was I was a kid. Yeah. So I always looked at my dad as Peter Chris. Like that was him. I known him as the cat, you know, and when I was a kid going to see him play live and I was like, Oh, Hey dad, guess what I just got for Christmas. He's like, what's up? I'm like rock band. Do you want to play? Fucking not even in 20 minutes into the damn rock band that I was playing with him. I played it all day by myself. And then he comes on, hops on the drum sets immediately hits a solo, breaks the whole drum set. And he's like, I'll have to buy you another one. I'm like, man, like, it's not real. <laughs> he's like, you can't tell me to play a music game. And like, whenever I would get my family to play like a rock band or something, they yeah. immediately, or like, we're going all out on this. I'm like, what do you mean? They start grabbing mic stands out of their cars. They start pulling everything out. My brother sets up like his, you know, gets his own, like, um, he's got his own guitar because he loves playing that, he plays it on Expert. He does that in his real life. So he's like, this is just easy shit. And I'm like, I'm the only one that really, like, I play a little bit, but that was easier for me to get, like, the rock star aspect of it. But we just formed a band, and then everybody would be playing, like, all the time. And then eventually, it's like, <laughs> after one good night of playing, they're like, well, don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, why? Like, because we get enough of this on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. See, that's what I mean. If you incorporate what you love into a video game, it's kind of like work. You so you, I mean?
1: you tackle it from the mobile gaming aspect of the podcast? Yeah, correct, yes. So, what types of mobile games do you play or which ones do you find popular?
0: So, right now, what's going through my phone that I'm playing is Perfect World, Call of Duty Mobile, Vainglory, PUBG, and there's one more uh, World War Heroes. Those are the main ones I usually run with right now. I do try other ones, though, like uh, Eternium, which is a Diablo style MMORPG, which is not bad, but it it's lackluster. It's just like Mario Kart. It gets repetitive. And it, it just, you know.
1: Like what I play now, and the only thing, I never thought I was ever going to spend money on a mobile game, but I swear to God, every time I get a paycheck, like $30 of that paycheck goes directly to Dragon City. Dragon know. City. What the fuck I buy, but you collect dragons, and it is the funnest shit I have. I still I was playing that before we had this podcast. I was just sitting on my phone. Like they have events and shit. You get different types of dragons, and the dragon book expands. And then they added like heroic races where you have to go against like fifteen people from around the world. So then like mm-hmm. my phone's like, would you like to speed it up for four ninety nine? You get a thousand gems. I'm like fucking four ninety nine, a thousand gems. Let's go. And then like I'm starting to purchase a bunch of shit. And next thing I know, I'm like, wait a minute. I gotta buy groceries. I got – Whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you go down a deep rabbit hole. It started off on computer and they switched it over to mobile. I've never heard of this. Actually, you might actually enjoy it. And let me tell you something: if you actually get addicted to this, you better add me because, like, we'll, we'll we'll do some dragon playing. <laughs> together and I try All to right. get I try to get my buddies down. They're Like, dude, this is like a. It, it, you it's like it like has the animation of like a kid's game, not Dragon Veil vale or any of that shit. I'm talking about Dragon City, right? They they do okay. they, they do so much like event stuff. I like that because I think one of the games I found really popular, um, that I used to play. And when they put it on mobile, you damn right I pre-ordered that and had it downloaded. <laughs> OSRS, buddy.
0: Old, There's a game, old school RuneScape. You you play RuneScape, really, dude? Are you you saying you don't? Dude, I used to play that in middle school. I just, I didn't find the enjoyment I do on my mobile right now because I have, I have an iPhone. Hang on. I have an iPhone X. It's not fucking good with RuneScape right now because I think if I had a screen a little bit bigger, possibly with a stylus, AKA Samsung, I could probably feel a little bit more at ease knowing I can actually use that to move around easier. This iPhone I have is not the best for gaming, but it does its part.
1: You gotta change um the style you play with Ruinscape. It's more about when you use your mobile, it's AFK skills because the AFK skills oh. like fishing, wood cutting. Like I work at a hotel, so during the winter it's slow as shit where you literally sit on your phone all day. And I know cool. I've been playing the American Dad um game that came out, the one where you had to fight and do all those things. Oh yeah. Yeah. So any types of games you build up like that, where you have to actually build up a team and then build up a system, um, those are fun to play at my work. Um, but after an hour it gets boring to the point where I'm like, Can I just go home? Like, you don't want to sit and get paid and just be <laughs> on your phone. I'm like, No, I'd rather be doing something productive. But um, it's it's a crazy concept because like Ruinscape, like most of my memorable moments on Snapchat, like this month, last year, you hit 99 in fishing. I'm like, I fucking remember sitting on my laptop, playing games on Xbox, looking down before the podcast, looking down and watching my guy just sitting there fishing, just having him AFK. It takes forever. I mean, my one buddy plays it religiously. His name's Rob Davis. He's been Mm -hmm. on my first season of my podcast. And he was talking about like, dude, it's just an amazing game. I'm like, what I impact from it is more of a nostalgia effect. The time when there was only one computer in the house. So
0: you had to share that shit. Exactly. And honestly, if you're even going to a library, like you go to a library, you're going to be playing RuneScape, and they tell you, they literally will tell you this no games. So you'd fucking go download a browser and make sure everything was. I What was it? I think it was Firefox back then because you couldn't use Chrome or anything. Firefox was pretty big. So you'd use Firefox to play RuneScape and, and you watch just, movies and shit. Oh, yeah. You sat there. You, you ate your fucking chips, you drank your soda, you played RuneScape, you listened to music. That's what it was, man. That, I would just always, relaxing.
1: I would always try and get the technology classes that had the computer in there. And I remember my teacher, like it, we were in a wood, like a wood shop class. So we're learning about how to make products and stuff. And everyone's just sitting on the computer. I mean, my whole junior and uh, my, yeah, the whole kind of end of my junior semester, I was in a class with all seniors. So they got to leave three weeks before, um, mm-hmm. like I did. So the whole time while they were all in there with us, we sat there and watched fighting videos on freaking um, the computers in front of us. And I remember his name is, <laughs> his name is Mr. Krantz would come over and he got, he stage dived during Firefly on with Red hot chili peppers were playing. So he's that type of teacher, but he comes oh, over, and he tries to act all serious. And he's like, look, can't be on the computer, man. I'm going to have to shut him off. I have to shut him off. And he's like shutting him off. And I'm like, look, I bet you right now, that I can look up on Craigslist and there's a guy that will come to your house for a hundred dollars and punch you square in the balls. And he goes, <laughs> I don't believe you. And I'm like, how much do you want to bet? He goes, I'll let you use computers for the rest of the class, class. I'll never say anything. And I'm like, okay. So I looked it up, showed it to him. He just looks at the computer and goes, my faith in humanity and just walks away. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly. So we literally spent, all, like he would try and shut him off like the next day in class. And we're all watching like world star hip hop fighting videos. <laughs> and we watched, I introduced him to Sharkisha. Oh no. Sharkisha, don't you know? <laughs> So like every time we come into cl- class, he's like, what are you guys going to watch Sharkisha today? I'm like, actually, no, we're watching bum fights. And he's like, what the fuck's bum fights? I'm like, it's going to change your life.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh i love that it's awesome i think the fondest memory i have in high school is probably playing in band man that was like the best shit was awesome playing alto sax trombone baritone i played yeah. drums See, hey, pff, were you on drum line yeah i was on
1: drum. well i wouldn't play in the marching band or anything i was just we had drum uh like in concerts and stuff i'd be the guy hopping on the triangle or the crash cymbal I remember okay. I really messed up our Star Spangled Banner, but my dad had never been so much—I guess—so proud of me. Because <laughs> like, I had the one part I was supposed to come in at, and then I missed it, and then I like caught it late. Like Rob, you just, you missed your part. I was like, what? And I just got going. Psh- oh no and like the the, you see like the instructor like flipping his wand getting all pissed off and it was on video i didn't (laughs) know for the whole time i'm in the background like my buddies like you know they had people that would sit and wait for the drum to get open and they would come up and they would play their song or whatever and um i'm sitting there with the crash cymbals holding them up like punch it like like you're like they're boxing like mat like uh, mitts or something for them to punch it (laughs) So people are chucking their drumsticks at me and I'm just like hitting them with the crash cymbals in the background and we're in a lot <laughs> in front of all of our parents and my dad's like my mom's all like oh my god no way he's doing this and my dad's like that's my fucking son that's my son and he's like on video and he's laughing his ass off and oh then like they played the video the next day in class and it was like if Cause he couldn't tell because the lights were on his face since he's the instructor. So yeah. he said, I'm going to record it. And if any of you do anything that make any type of fool or act make anything embarrassing onto him or discredit the band program in general, then you're getting ISS for each thing you do. Oh my gosh. Yo, I stopped coming to class. Cause I was, it was like all my days except the last five of that school year, were going to be ISS and we're just in like the, like the, the second quarter. So, like, I would have had, like, 100-and-something days in ISS. I was like, there's just no point in me even showing up anymore. Jeez. It was fun, though, man. I mean, I had a really impactful band class when I was in sixth grade. Her name was Miss Newman, and she was like, we're doing an after-school drum program. And my dad's like, you're signing up for band? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're going to do drums like me. I'm like, all right, my dad does drums. we got a drum set in the house. Might as well do that. So I started, you know, hopping in a band, and afterwards it would be, like, a group of, like, six people And we would just be playing drums. She pulled out rain sticks. We'd be playing with rain sticks, and then we'd actually be like, she'd be showing us some shit, and treated us really well. Like she'd be like, break time. I'm like, what's what's with break time? She's like, guess what? And she pulls out diet cherry cokes or cherry cokes and starts handing it to everybody. Like you guys worked your ass off today. And then at the end, we all had the drummers had their own shit to play, and it was a whole different scenario. But she took the individual time with each of her students to work with them. Like she knew I had ADHD. So what's the best thing you want to put them on? Get them on some drums, get them on something to get that energy out.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like what's. Dude, that's what's,
1: fucking badass. What's one of your most memorable experiences through band?
0: Uh, you know, I'd have to, <laughs> we were actually in marching band. It was uh, right, after, right before a game actually. We were all practicing where we're supposed to be in our dots. Our dots is supposed to be where you're standing or where you have to go. And then as soon as you get there, you stop, and then the instructor looks at us, makes sure we're in the right spot. If we're not, we're not going to go back, so on and so forth. And then he's like, okay, break up, go to your sections. And so I went back over to my section, which is the alto saxophones, and I see this teacher, and I remember for some reason, for some dumbass reason I did, I was like, hey, Mrs. Holt. And she looked over, and I don't know why I said this. I was like, I got a cat in my pants. And she just looked at me like, are you fucking serious? Did you really just say that? That's where all the that? neighborhood pets are going. <laughs> I was like, oh my fucking word, what did I just say? And everyone just started fucking laughing so hard. And they're like, Oh, I'm never gonna forget this. Now, granted, that was back in sophomore year in high school. Next year after that, they're like, Hey, you're gonna ask Mrs. Cole, you're gonna tell Mrs. Holt that you have a cat in her your pants again. I'm like, Oh fuck. Uh, not exactly.
1: <laughs> I like to see the different band of teachers that I had growing up because I mean, I had one like in like, remember, third grade, I had the most like, you ever have those moments, you get like severe anxiety, like you got stand up in front of everybody. and You're like, I'm gonna fucking shit right now. Like, it's gonna happen. I had those moments. Yeah. Okay, don't make me feel like the odd man out. Just agree with me. And okay, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I was I was in chorus class and we're singing and then like I took one break on a song I really didn't want to sing. And the teacher looks over at me and knows my personality. And she's like, Robbie, see me after class. I'm like, oh, are you fucking serious? And she goes, look, you were not singing the whole entire time. I was like, bullshit. Like <laughs> I was I was singing my heart out when we were playing like "Row Ro oh but not this song. I don't, I barely know. She's like, you know, you're going to sing with me after class um, for an extra 10 minutes. So you're going to be late to your next class. I'm like, all oh, right. Fuck. So she's making me sing by myself and she's like, you have a beautiful voice. And I'm like, thank you and she's like i want you to do this solo performance and then, like i was like okay Aww. and i was really just trying to get out of class and i agreed to it but i remember like how scared i was going up on stage but then i started singing like everybody's like, like even my mom brings it up now can you just sing me that song i'm like no she's like but i mean because we only, we, only we only feel comfortable singing in the
0: shower man i'm telling you and no it's when like, you sing in the shower it's a little bit different i feel like it's, the acoustics are right <laughs> that and you start fucking wailing <laughs> like
1: <laughs> dude yeah, start, start singing like acdc like a, i'm breaking
0: gas yes. me. yeah exactly well my oh whole my family gosh. is
1: music so they're like i'm the only one that really didn't stick with it like my brother's in a popular band like i don't know how what types of music you listen to um man,
0: everything fucking
1: everything okay do you like reggae
0: give me a good song to listen to what's i've yet
1: a, what's a popular reggae band that you know I, I i don't i know
0: ska but i don't know reggae well what types of ska bands oh gosh i you're putting me on the point which i don't remember it was all in high school man do you not know slightly stupid no
1: oh damn we'll see there we go well uh, i'll
0: I listen to it though I had Thank this, you.
1: well, they, they were, it's like sublime kind of, um, what happened was the two, the singers of that band, the, um, uh, slightly stupid they're, they were in high school playing. And the guy who Bradley who sings in sublime saw them, um, actually at a high school where they performed at and mm-hmm. picked them up off stage and signed them to a record label. So they actually have that vibe to them, but they're two college wrestling coaches. Like they wrestle or oh no, not college high school wrestling coaches. So imagine your singers this weed guy and they are also coach of your wrestling team like that's pretty freaking insane that when you look at it what the fuck are you serious like like i've hung out with 311 a little bit like met them i've been to plenty of concerts my parents work in radio so you get free tickets to anything you really want but i don't ever find myself really going anymore because like it becomes the same thing over and over again and music i do enjoy it i love all aspects of music but When I felt like I played it, it was differently. Everybody in my family, it kind of came naturally for me. I was like, I had to sit there and try and learn the shit. And there are my moments I do pretty well, like on keyboard or I'll do good on drums. But I felt like I had more to say with my voice than I did with my kind of fingers in a way.
0: That's fair. I mean, honestly, when I was playing alto sax, I felt in in the moment. It was never outside where, okay, if I look ahead and... Actual score of the music. Oh, I got to play that note. Okay. No, it was always, I'm playing this note. It sounds good. It sounds in tune. It's amazing. It was never having, I kind of feel for people like for you, for instance, I feel for you because you had to work your ass off to get good. I never had that, you know, I wish I did.
1: Damn, you had, I mean, you got, you're giving yourself a little bit of glory there saying you're good right off the bat
0: not i'm being honest but when it's it comes true, to playing though. guitar yeah like,
1: like have it, you ever played guitar i have played guitar i don't like it cuz it makes me my, have my fingers <laughs> bend in ways they're not supposed to bend but like when i listen to music i can tell when something's off key but see, yes the problem is the only time i've ever picked up an instrument has been that like my brother's like you got to do this so we can form a band or something and then i'm trying to play with his band members and him that have been doing it their whole lives and I'm hopping into the mix. So I have right. to learn songs super, super fast. So I don't know even the notes on a keyboard. So I'm sitting there and he's like, just put your fingers like this and hit these notes. So oh, that's like a memorization thing. And when you get in a band with your family, a lot of the times it doesn't go too well. Next thing you know, you mess up on notes. Like you fucked up. I'm like, I know I fucked up. Let's not bring <laughs> it up.
0: <laughs> Mem- remembering things while you're playing an instrument is a little bit different than actually having to play it and learning it. You know, my brother taught me guitar and he's like, okay, play these keys. And he's like, okay, uh, what do I do next? Okay. Play these keys, play these keys. So he just showed me, Wayne showed me how to play these keys. And then realized I'm like, I'm not learning anything by doing that. Let me fucking go do it myself. And then I'll come back to you. So I did. And now I'm not, the best but i'm amateur i'm i'm okay like if i listen to a song a few times and i start playing it i start getting the groove and that's about it i mean yeah. Like my, my
1: brother's done so much when it comes to trying to become a musician. And I mean, he's got a, some popularity with it too. I mean, one of the uh, good reggae bands that opened up for like Three Eleven opened up for like um, red hot chili peppers. My brother played firefly. These, this giant event that happens where it's like multiple bands playing at once and he's opened up for some pretty famous artists. And um, you know, he did that because that's what his motivation was to do it. And for me, it was like, I was trying to help out in a way. Like I remember I played the most difficult, funnest instrument, a fucking melodica. I don't know if you know what this is. I
0: have. I've heard of it. It's a keyboard
1: with a mouthpiece. Okay. So you got to blow in it and then hit the notes. Okay. Okay. Every time I had to learn something with my brother and we're playing, his idea is let's get stoned first. So I'm now imagine how high you can be where you forget that you have to breathe and then you got to realize <laughs> the that you're breathing into is powering something. So I'm like trying to remember notes, trying to remember to take a breath, trying to remember all this shit. I'm like my brain's like on like overdrive. Like this is too much for me to handle.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be really fucking hard. And he- I-
1: you bring in the kind of the, I guess, the mobile aspect of the podcast because I, I don't want to go too off on the music here. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's all good, dudes, you know, conversation. But like when it comes to the mobile aspect of gaming, like what do you try and focus on? Like, I mean, how do you add your opinion in? Because a lot of people look at mobile video games, even though they're increasing in popularity, and it seems like that's what a lot of people play, like when they're at work, there is, a, I guess, a bit of stigma to it.
0: First things first, I would have to say if you want to play like a really rinky dinky game where you're going to be tapping it or it's, you know, you're offline and you're earning money, whatever it may be, you're actually going to be playing that game subconsciously. That's, that's the thing here. You're not going to be just playing it because you're looking at the screen subconsciously. You're running through the motions inside your mind. You're just like, holy shit. uh, Maybe if I do it this way, I'll have a different reaction. That's, that's anybody's motive in life so far. I hope <laughs> for me it is, but so so far I've noticed some of the gamers doing that. But with my actual opinion, that might not matter. Might matter. I don't. Your know. opinion matters. I love you. But <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, but I, I, love gonna say I love
1: you Okay, thank uh, you. <laughs> I was gonna say, you're gonna say I love you back.
0: Yeah, I am. starting to sound um, like my grandfather. He's like, yeah, he's like too, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I guess I love you. <laughs> Fuck. But my opinion has to be on whether it's enjoyable. That's one, number one. Two, if it's actually fundamentally accept, acceptable in the workplace. Or three, what's the mechanics behind the game itself? You aren't just going to be like, when you're playing Call of Duty Mobile on your phone, you're literally running around, shooting the enemy, Make sure you get to the highest point, which is 50, I think, in team deathmatch.
1: Or there's a, there's a concept behind it. I think what makes a lot of PC and mobile games pretty popular is a lot of the PC games that go switch over to mobile. It's the same concept. I mean, if you look at Icarium, these, types of, these types of builder and civilization games that require waiting times, like Clash of Clans. like Oh, yes. That shit in the morning before school, I would build a bunch of stuff that's going to take seven hours. So when school's over with, I can hop right back on and then start getting all my rewards and stuff
0: that's you know actually clash of clans i don't think it's viable anymore a lot of people played i guess but honestly i stopped playing it three four years ago it just got boring a, got, a lot
1: of people gave up because like i said before where pokemon go got hacked clash of clans yeah. got hacked you know, really it, they made it so you can get the hacked version i have one that has i have ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine gems and every time you spend them they never go down you know i there's a bunch of apps out there you can download that are like Chinese developers that just like, all you got to do is accept their control of software or whatever. Next thing you know, you can get as many games with as many gems. They had the Yu-Gi-Oh game that came out that was mobile. I fucking yeah. love that one too. <laughs> Every time it was like, ah, I don't have to spend real money to get an actual card pack. I could spend in-game coins. Next oh, thing you know, nice. You- you win a match, and it's like you get the nostalgia. I mean, the best part about getting Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon cards is like you get to open up that pack and see what you got inside. It was like unraveling a Christmas present. Oh, yeah. Big time. Where's the and card he- game player in your group? Ooh, you I don't think we have one. Guy. There's got to be a dude playing Magic or some something. d
0: D&D, I don't think there's actually anybody. who uh, Nobody of us actually playing Magic, unless it might be Paul. It might be Paul. I'll have to ask him. I haven't talked to Paul very much. Anytime we actually talk is usually before and after our after we're done recording the podcast.
1: So I know you guys focus on a lot of gaming subjects and stuff, but like, obviously there's like, you know, like we were saying before you bring in the mobile aspect of things, but it's a camaraderie between friends and we all know when a group of friends get together that it's a a great oh my god you just cracked your neck dude sorry sorry man (laughs) you gotta warn somebody i mean i know i'm able to look at you and stuff but i did not think that it was gonna be that loud sound was really loud that's what scares me about freaking acupuncture not acupuncture um chiropractors
0: chiropractors are a fucking nightmare that's why i never go there and if i have something wrong with my body i'm just like hey can you come step on my back? I'll be fine.
1: Yeah, like if you crack somebody's neck, like they do the, cr- the forced neck crack, like you go to kill somebody. And imagine if someone does that and your neck just stays a certain way, like, what do we do? And like, I don't know. I don't know. I've never had, this has never happened to me before. I'm like, well, how do we fix this? I, I'll give you your money back. It's like, well, I'm fucking <laughs> walking around looking like the commercial that came out like, you have a painfully twisted neck like this and the freaking uh, head's like completely upside down. Yeah. Up. I, I mean, but like we're saying, like the camaraderie between friends and stuff, like who I'm, I'm guessing since you play the mobile game and that's kind of the one that gets stigmatized a lot for not being an actual gaming system, you probably get shit on the most.
0: Oh, every every day, man. Every time I actually tell somebody, hey, check out this game on your phone. Oh, yeah, I will. Next, you know, hey, did you check out the game? Oh, no, I never got around to it. Okay, that's your prerogative. I don't care. But I'm going to let you know if it blows up and you decided to hop on. You know. That's your own prerogative, I guess. I mean, honestly, there anybody I try to talk to about mobile gaming, it has to deal with oh, okay, well, what's it about? Like, so I give them the download, oh, this is what this is about, this is how you play it, blah blah blah. blah like, Oh, okay, cool. Well, maybe I'll download it tonight and we can play. I'm like, okay, next, you know, next day, same thing, man. It's It's not an actual gaming platform, and all of a sudden, as soon as I'm, I'm telling you, as soon as Mario Run is when that 2D scrolling, you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Basically, when that came out, I feel like it came, it had the ball rolling, rolling. It kept rolling and rolling and rolling. Finally, more games came out that were like Mobile Legends, like League of Legends. That came out. A lot of people started playing that. Then they found another FPS shooter, which was, I think it was Modern Combat 5, which was pretty big. It's actually kind of cool. I, it kind of got boring after a while because it was a pay to win bull crap thing, but. I
1: think a lot of what's popular in mobile games is the tap the tap idea. Like you can tap something, collect something, you can do that. It seems to be the most popularity because a lot of people like whether you're playing, I mean, how fucking popular is Candy Crush? Like a lot of people play that stuff. But it's the, yeah. con- it's the concept of when you start adding where you have to have your hands on it, like it's a game controller, and then it's showing all the game aspects. So you try and play Call of Duty, it's difficult because it's like you have to move with your left hand and shoot with the right. And then it's like it's never you get the full actual gaming effect you do from Call of Duty if you actually play it on Xbox, which is why a lot of people are like, oh, that's trash. It's like because yep. it's hitting another platform that it's really not meant for. Call of Duty has a template. Okay, Call of Duty knows what works. The game developers know what works. They just add certain things onto it to make it newer. Oh, here's Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. We added jetpacks.
0: It's like exactly
1: it's still the same game over and over again. It's what you see a lot with movies nowadays. Like the, the system that runs it knows a template that works and they capitalize on top of that by just adding a little something, a slight difference or a different change of concept. But it's the same shit. All horror it's movies like now Yeah except the cards are a lot better. I like going to Hallmark and actually picking out a nice card that makes someone cry. Cause then I'm like, ha ha. Yeah, exactly. But, the cards. I'm, yeah, actually
0: that's true. That's very true.
1: <laughs> when I got older, I was like, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I'll just write love you. And then that'll mean something. But then when I got older, I was like, I'm going to sit here and actually pick a card like on Christmas and stuff. For me, I'm like, don't put the money in the card. They're like, why is what you want anyway? I'm like, no, I actually want the card. I mean, on simple aspects of like my great grandfather who passed away, like I have cards saved from him from Christmas and birthday where, you know, he wrote something inside of there and then circled the shit he meant. That means more to me because I think once you get older and you start having a lot more money, your priorities kind of change. Like once they're like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, why do I want anything for Christmas? I can go buy that shit on my own. Exactly. It exactly. makes it very difficult for, to be shopped for.
0: Well, being a broke ass college student, you don't get that aspect until you actually get your degree. But you start, yeah. Well, when you're, even when you're an adult,
1: you know, you start asking for instead of asking for video games or all these types of sorts, even though you, yeah, give me socks, give me boxers, give me a care package. My grandma used to do care packages. And she's like, once you become an adult, you'll get a care package instead of getting like $100 or $200. I'm like, all right, I don't, that's not going to help me in life. Once I was living on my own, I was like, Holy shit! Where's the care package? She's like, I don't do that anymore. I'm like, but I need toilet paper. I need, <laughs> I need deodorant. I need to take care of me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! I I never had that. I always asked for socks, underwear. I always got like a nice shirt, maybe even you know a hat. You know that's what I got. I never got jeans because nobody really knows what size of jeans because you always lose weight or gain weight, whatever it may be. But deep down, I was. I always enjoyed socks and a shirt, a good shirt. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like one that like fits like comfortably, not like super tight. Like the slim fit ones kind of are a little awkward.
0: Yeah, they are. And I'm just not a big fan of those. <laughs> now, do you find that
1: like with, let's say like mobile games, I guess the best aspect of that is you don't have to go to GameStop and deal with the sketchy person behind the counter. that's always trying to ask you if you want to pre-order.
0: You can pre-order right in the app store. That's the cool part. Right now, Black Desert Mobile, I've reordered or pre-registered, I should say. And, and waiting until it comes out, once it does, if I've downloaded to my phone, and then I'll be able to play it that day or whenever it comes out. I think it's like November or something.
1: I think GameStop's eventually going to be eliminated on the concept of now. It's so much easier to be able to download it straight to your Xbox.
0: And you need fucking shit ton of memory. Yeah, see, that that's sucks. the thing.
1: Xbox 360s you just put it in the disc. Xbox 1s yeah. like you got to download that shit. I don't know why, but it's stupid. And then it, it's a money scam to get a bigger hard drive. Yeah, it's, it it's sucks so because like any game that really comes out that I really love, like when Spyro came out, I'm pretty sure oh, I Oh yeah, I told Dakota this. I mastered that game. It's 110% to beat the game. They add that extra 10%. I collected everything, got every single achievement in a matter of like a couple months. Oh, wow. So, it was fun as shit. Because I would play that like as soon as I got home from work, do that, you know, play Star Wars Lego, 100% completion on those. Beat the whole Assassin's Creed franchise, 100% synchronization on everything, even Odyssey, where it says I played a total of 168 days. And it's all in the concept. Like like I said, I can get addicted when it comes to something where I get entertained and keeps my mind going.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing, though. And I think Assassin's Creed had that, though. They honestly had the grip the balls of their consumers is what i should say as soon as assassin's creed the the very first one came out that was it the franchise just blew up and everything just came out i think it's
1: the fact that it puts you in an alternative history type of look i mean if you look at odyssey like it's my most famous kind of look into what i'm really interested in is um the greek Like mythology aspect of things like, you know, I did spend a good 30 minutes um, probably every time I turn on Odyssey just to go and because you can see photos that your friends take on the map and stuff like on your map. So all my pictures are just me hanging from scrotums and stuff of these giant statues. And my buddy's like, I was sending pictures like two o'clock in the morning. Like, look at this. I'm hanging from Zeus's crotch. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because it's fun. It's a fun aspect that it adds more culture and more history to someone's life, like playing a video game. I don't think you realize like in Assassin's Creed, you're working with Leonardo da Vinci. I'm like, who is this fucking awesome guy that worked with this dude? Then I go and actually read the textbooks and the knowledge and look up my facts about Leonardo myself and start realizing like he had amazing content concepts one of his yeah. one of his main sayings i always kind of quote is art is never done just left unfinished you know because he was known as the most famous like person that never finished anything
0: ain't that something it's
1: yeah it's speechless a little bit but i mean but like that's
0: something i can't even say on because it's just ain't that something it's what?
1: It's an education. Like if education, I get more of that from video games than I do in the actual education system. Oh,
0: don't even start on that. Oh, goodness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, like for me, the education system gave up on me because at the time I have ADHD. So at the time, this was not well known. Easiest thing was to throw a pill your way. And so I've seen it take giant strides into changing. But I've also like got a lot of my intelligence from my own exploration and knowledge, whether it's through podcasting with so many different people or just, Playing games in general because it is a form of relaxation. Like, I remember I wrote a paper on the link of video games and violence, like someone that would shoot up a store if they played a violent video game. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense because I've ran over plenty of hookers and never had the one thought in my head to actually do that in my everyday life. It's the concept of you escape into a different reality. That's the point of video games. You're supposed to take the weight off your shoulders for an hour or so of your everyday life strain and be able to relax and slip into this other world or whatever style you're playing and have a sense of fun. Yep. And you couldn't have said it any better than what you did. I'm a prophet of words, I guess you could say. i also uh, say you know, dumb shit too. So.
0: <laughs> well, think about this or let this sit on you. I, I have same thing, man, ADHD. It's not fun. It sucks because when you're not paying attention to something that's, that is important you tend to just stray off and look at something completely different and then you come back to it but yeah what'd you say what what was that oh fuck uh yeah 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 and then you don't concentrate and then you just fucking fall behind and then it sucks it sucks so much it's it's not fit for the
1: uh structured world we live in where they're pumping out people that work nine to five. So i mean that's all the education system is is to teach you the basic things you need to function in society when it comes to the idea of doing a nine to five lifestyle or just creating a, like a hive mind of people you know anybody that has a mental disorder or has adhd realizes they're never going to be like that like i don't sleep i have insomnia as well so instead of being at two o'clock in the morning purchasing dumb shit on Amazon, I decided I might hop into a podcast. Next thing you know, I'm talking to someone from Africa. I'm talking to something like, on days I don't have work the next day, I'll lose to a podcast. Because I realized I could be doing something more productive than just sitting around doing nothing and staring at my phone mindlessly. You know, besides playing Dragon City, I could still go up 20-something levels playing a game on my phone, or I can build something where I have something later. You know what I mean? It's all about finding your weakness that people consider your weakness and realizing it's your biggest strength except if you want sleep then you're fucked
0: well you have insomnia there's a difference
1: yeah well i think my adhd is linked with my insomnia he's like are you just hyper all the time i'm like that's what adhd is man like (laughs) that's what makes the podcast so much fun is because people never know where they're going to take it i'm like i'll hit exactly a left turn out of
0: nowhere i'm okay with it and i definitely keep on track no matter what but still it's like holy fuck, yeah. Oh well, yeah, actually, you know what? That's right. <laughs> but so, insomnia is a different story, man. I tell you what, it's it's a hell of a fucking drug. No, it's okay,
1: it's <laughs> cocaine. No, but it's 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 crazy because like I'll get two hours of sleep and then I'll be perfectly rested and be like up and awake and I'll I'll start doing more research. Back when I was taking classes in school, I was taking six classes a semester and also working two jobs and then working out for three hours a day. So I made shit get productive. But, like, you start to notice, like, if I'm not keeping myself constantly busy or doing something, you know, I like my moments when I crash, where I'm, like, not doing shit, but hitting this bed, and then slamming right down. An hour later, I'll wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning on the dot, and then I'm good to go. And it's like, damn, well, it, but I'm rested from it, and it, it keeps me going. Hey, you know, screw it, dude. Use it to the benefit.
0: Yeah, benefit of the doubt. That's all you need. Considering... Two hours of sleep? I don't even think I can do that.
1: I got, I, my, I, I got my serotonin levels tested in my blood, and they were like, you got low serotonin. And I'm like, what does that mean? It's like your body naturally does not produce any type of chemical to help you go to sleep. And I'm like, why? Like, is there something I can fix that? Like, some people are different, man. Like, we're all not built differently. You know, some people can develop something and some people don't have a certain something. I'm like, look, I can take a bottle. I have a bottle of melatonin. I can take 30 of those capsules. Ain't shit going to happen. I could drink a pot of coffee and go right to bed.
0: Yeah, it's a fucking weird adverse strength because that's how I am. I drink a a cup of coffee at night or I drink anything that has caffeine. Oh, I fall asleep perfectly like a fucking baby.
1: (laughs) My my buddy made Jet Fuel coffee to do an all-night gaming night. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, yeah, I've been up for a day or so, man. I kind of want to go to bed. And he's just like, let's just drink this. And then we're playing zombies. I'm freaking conked out. And he's like, he's up the next day playing still. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? He's like, dude, I haven't been to bed yet. And I'm like, oh, my (laughs) God. Like you hit caffeine hit people
0: in a weird way. Oh, hell yeah, man. That's anytime I see somebody who actually has a like irregular heartbeat or something, you know, you want to be careful with that. So I got to bring
1: this up. Cause I asked Dakota and I asked Wayne, what's your favorite childhood video game snack? Oh shit. <laughs> you had a memorable one. Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, so it's going to be red licorice, gummy, gummy bears, stuff that was chewy. That's okay. what it was. It was always, those in my mouth, playing a game, just sitting there, it's hanging it out, and I'm just that was my snack. That was my go to snack.
1: What what's okay, if that's your snack, then what's your meal? Potatoes. You just eat potatoes? Yeah man. Your dad came from Germany that was just an option. No,
0: no. My dad didn't come from Germany. My dad was born in the United States. My great grandfather, I think he mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. My great-grandfather came from Germany. My great-grandmother came from Norway. They married, they moved here to America, and then they had my grandfather and then my so on and so forth. <laughs>
1: That's something in the bloodline there. So wait, would you just cook up like mashed potatoes? Because like, usually so, a gamer, when they're, like, when they're eating, it's like, it's like 12 hours after playing and you, you like take a break or you're waiting in the lobby and you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot to eat and I'm severely hungry. So you usually run downstairs and grab something.
0: You're right. And usually people grab chips. They grab fucking crackers. Bread, I was a Doritos EV&J, fan.
1: Oh, see. And, and a, I know me and Dakota got that in common. And I know I also ate a peanut butter sandwich with jelly, but I would never do it right. I would, instead of using <laughs> like a butter knife, I would use a fucking steak knife. And that what bread would be ravaged because you're just looking to hurry up and get back to the game. <laughs> So like I would like put so much peanut butter and jelly and then it would all be in the middle. So you go and take a bite and like the first five bites are nothing but bread. And then the next is like a giant jar of peanut butter to in the mouth.
0: <laughs> mm, oh, this bread is so good. I remember so many times
1: my parents used to come upstairs with like a plate. Like my dad would come upstairs with like a plate dropping in front of me and back away slowly like I was a raptor or something. <laughs>
0: Okay, like
1: back from Jurassic World, that fucking scene. He's like, You may not be uh, noticing this, but you haven't eaten today and you might need to try something. I'm like, Thank you. And I'll just start playing <laughs> games again and I'll look down. And I'm like, I am pretty fucking hungry.
0: <laughs> Ooh, a steak. Someone had dropped food in front of me. <laughs> Where did this come from? Is there a, a genie or a wizard? Oh, I think this cat is about
1: to give me a quest. Here we go. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna take a pause break after this game next thing you know you get a piss you come back everybody's already in a game lobby You're like oh shit
0: yeah exactly exactly every fucking time it never never fails
1: <laughs> well, I think the best part about video games that people need to take away is the fact that it's the camaraderie aspect and hanging out with friends, whether it's online or whether it's in person. I mean, I, it, one of my podcasts I can point you towards is um, the first one of my second season. His name is Kelly Silvers. I've been friends with that guy for nine years on Xbox Live, and I've never met him in person. But I have his Facebook, I have a Snapchat. He invited me to his wedding, and he lives out in Wisconsin. Without Xbox, I would have never had that connection to him. You know, I. Right. What'd you say? We're at in Wisconsin? Yeah. I couldn't tell you the exact place. I know he worked he's been on the podcast, so he explained to me how he works at a popcorn factory. And Okay. Uh,
0: then yours it down. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, there's a lot of them down there. And surprisingly, he told me they put a cheese on fucking
0: everything. Oh dude. I don't when I moved to Wisconsin, I was like, Yeah, you guys love cheese a lot. And right. beer. Wait, so do you, fucking beer? Now
1: where do you live right now? In Wisconsin. You live in Wisconsin. I'm about to ask him where he exactly lives and see if this is like if you actually meet him and be like, hey, do you know Robbie? Be like, (laughs) yeah, man. I've been friends with him for nine years on Xbox.
0: Oh, goodness. I It could be like he could be in the north. He could be in the west or he could be east. Anything south is not that exciting. Maybe Janesville, but. I planned
1: on going to his wedding too. He invited me. He's like, it's going to be like at the beginning of next year. So I'm like, all right, I'm crafting out a trip to do this. He's like, it's going to be crazy, dude. We've been friends for nine years, never actually met in person. I'm like, yeah, no, hopefully I don't get murdered, but it's going to be fun. (laughs) But it's crazy to see that connectivity, especially through something where a lot of people look at, like, it's just, it's just a video game. It's just, it's just like this childish thing. It's like, but you get this, have those moments with your friends. I mean, how many times could you not go to your friend's house, but you could play video games and hang out with them online. All right. And like how many times did your parents give you $20 for the weekend? And then you're playing Halo three like for me, and being introduced to the pizza guy where you had to convince him that because he didn't have enough money. He went to the store and got a bunch of monster energy drinks and stuff to do a gaming marathon. Those fucking awesome nights. <laughs> and then you invite the pizza guy in like, I only have $10 and the pizza is 20 How can we work this out? He's like, you really don't have the money. I'm like, dude, we're getting the vidmaster achievement. And Halo 3 ODST right now, we've been playing for four hours straight. Nobody can pause. Nobody can leave. We're swapping in and out for bathroom breaks. Can, we help, can you help us out at all? The guy's like 24 years old. He's like, give me a slice and we'll call it even. And then he just grabs a slice, didn't even take the $10, just walked out. What the fuck? That dude changed my life on pizza people. And I will always dude. have faith in Domino's Pizza because of them.
0: That's amazing.
1: That's holy shit. But you had those experiences. Remember calling and asking, like, oh, I want to get this, wanna get this, getting everybody's order down for a delivery or something? Did you just not mm-hmm. hang out with friends?
0: Oh, I, I did. I just we never had that. We'd always buy shit from Walmart and then like eat at the spot. Like we never ordered pizza.
1: Oh, you would get the you would get the group together. Cause I remember like me and my buddy lived a while away from the store. So we're kids and we can't ride our bikes there. So it was like you see, easy- yeah. The easiest thing for us was like oh get delivery of like a two liter or something and get that popped over with like a pizza and we split it and play games i mean staying up all night playing castle crashers or some type of fun like kind of group game
0: i you know i remember playing castle crashers that was actually really fun
1: i have it downloaded on my xbox that I can play because it's still fun playing it i get more of a nostalgia from video games nowadays yeah
0: I think that's, especially the older style, like that try to revamp. You know what I mean?
1: I have never even heard of it, and it scares me. As soon as Fortnite came out and a lot of people were getting super addicted to it, I was like, not even going to dive into this. It's like Game of Thrones when people start crying at the end of the season. You're like, fucking I've, not getting no, into that one either.
0: I, it's boring. Game of Thrones is boring. Fortnite is shitty. I mean, that's just me.
1: You've already pissed off so many people
0: by just saying this. Two sorry, sorry, but and actually I'm not sorry, that's just how I feel.
1: you know <laughs> it's true
0: it's terrible, but yeah, yeah man i mean it's it, I
1: like what you guys are doing. I like the group aspect of stuff. I think there's a lot of people out there that are like youtubers or video game twitch streamers, but it's fun to see the camaraderie aspect, especially when you get five people in a room, like like you said, it started off with three but seeing it grow and turn into a full kind of camaraderie thing like it's always fun to be able to shoot the shit and play games with friends
0: exactly and we get to talk about food and coffee and just basically talk whatever we want
1: you know you just talk about wayne's coffee all the time
0: (laughs) okay Wayne,
1: Wayne, (laughs) wayne fucking shoves that in there while you're all drinking like starbucks or drinking some like like main brand coffee and wayne's just like you gotta try my coffee man
0: Oh my gosh. Fuck no. We don't, I don't like Starbucks. That's burnt coffee, dude. That tastes like shit. All coffee tastes like burnt stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have that
1: feeling in your mouth. From Every such- time I drink coffee, I add some like, like whatever skinny syrup or whatever those things that make it not taste like coffee. I'm like, I just oh. don't want it black. So
0: you're basically like a frappe style.
1: I guess. But I mean, if I could take, make my coffee taste like mocha, I'm not going to Starbucks and doing that shit anymore.
0: Hell. It's about
1: 8 to $9, roughly. 8 to $9 for Starbucks? Yeah, probably. Yeah, my cousin goes all out. He spent $20 on his coffees. He gets oh one coffee God. with like five shots of espresso. I'm like, gosh. It was a big thing because we have Dunkin' Donuts down the street. And he was like, let's yeah. go get a coffee. I'll pay you. I'm like, okay. So it's like late at night, like right before they close, and he goes to get a coffee. And they say, yeah, uh, p- pull up to the window. And I made our Dunkin' Donuts start doing this. I said, how much is it? And he's like, um, uh, the price would be calculated at your window. I'm like, tell me how much it is right now, because we don't even know if we have enough money to pay for it. And we did, we did, but I just want, I made the people there start saying it because Baskin, right. I don't get donuts. Any of these types of places that serve coffee, they don't tell you the price until you get to the window. That's and I'm so like, stupid. what? Like, no fucking calculate it Now <laughs> tell me how much it is. I want to know how much I got to pull out of my wallet to give you. And I started I'm making not, them do that. And my buddy works there. So he's like, fuck you. I'm tired of you. <laughs> oh, gosh. I
0: change,
1: I change minds, damn it. I see That's, things in society and I'm just like, why are we doing this? <laughs> change my mind. Change my mind. Change That's my segment. perspective. Why do, we, why do we say WWW when World Wide Web is so much faster?
0: WWW.
1: <laughs> that's why because it's it's shortened yeah well thanks yeah, so no. much for being on the podcast
0: Nancy. absolutely man it was great talking to you with you
1: yeah right on i gotta get on the gamer show man i'm telling you once i get um, all you guys on there bring me in there i'll throw in that freaking dragon city perspective
0: oh you're gonna be fucking like hey this is the best fucking game play it you're gonna fucking rock the hell out of it
1: just drop it on the table like hey guys <laughs> Your, all your arguments are invalid when it comes to the amount of gems you can use to get somewhere in a game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my bank account might not look well, but my Dragon City looks damn fine.
0: Oh, you know what? 30 bucks here, 30 bucks there. We're fine. We're, we're going to be good.
1: We don't need electric
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not today.
1: Well, I want to give you here a minute at the end, man, to be able to promote your content and your guys' show too.
0: Oh, well, I do appreciate that. You know, to the people who actually listen to Adam Blank, he's a great guy. He appreciates everything that we're doing. The GMNG cast appreciate you by 10 times the amount of whatever bullshit you want to throw away, especially with us using the amount of butthole in the podcast itself. But I hope you guys enjoy listening to gaming and coffee and food because grub is probably half of what we talk about, too. So.
1: We live in a world where we're fighting over who's got the best chicken sandwich. So I Popeyes? think, I think pop pop yeah, Popeyes, I got to actually try <laughs> it. Cause if you're willing to pull out a gun at someone in the drive-through over a chicken sandwich, I, I need to know what the damn fuss is about. Cause if you're willing to pop caps then that Popeye's chicken sandwich must be damn banging.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening to this episode of out of the blank podcast and stay tuned for our next episode.